Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. It's now time for Cannabis Talk 101 with Blue, Joe Grande, and Mark and Craig Wasserman, the Pot Brothers at Law. We're the world's number one podcast for everything cannabis. Hello and welcome to Cannabis Talk 101, the world's number one source for everything cannabis. My name's Blue, alongside him is the world famous Joe Grande. Well, thank you guys out there for listening to our podcast, Cannabis Talk 101. Make sure you check out our website, CannabisTalk101.com, as we're the world's number one source for everything cannabis. Yes. With so many great stories and so much information on there. Also, go to the YouTube page, Cannabis Talk 101, and check out our full-length interviews as you can see them all there and see how beautiful we really are. And call us up anytime at 1-800-420-1980. Check out our Instagram pages at Cannabis Talk 101. Blue is at 1 Christopher Wrights. Hello. I am at Joe Grande 52 and I got to remind you all of CanAge products are made from the purest top-shelf cannabinoids. But you don't have to take it from me, folks. All their products are third-party tested and have QR codes on the label that anyone can scan and see how pure their stuff really is. Check out their website at CannaAidShop.com or on Instagram at CannaAidShop. Today on the show, I'm excited. I like these cats. The folks from The Higher Path. Now, The Higher Path was named the best dispensary in Los Angeles in 2016. The Higher Path Collective serves both medical patients and adult-use recreational consumers from Sherman Oaks, California. you got to love the valley out there. Since opening in 2013, they have focused on helping and providing patients with the knowledge of medicine that they need. They aim to educate visitors about proper cannabis use and other alternative health approaches to supplement their medicine. And they are passionate about this mission. They believe that access to cannabis should be simple and that having the knowledge and tools to integrate it into your health care regimens and lifestyle is just as important part of everyday life. Now, when you choose the higher path, you know you're purchasing lab-tested products from a legal licensed and operated recreational dispensary in Los Angeles. You'll find a tentative and knowledgeable staff, a quality selection of amazing cannabis products, and a welcoming atmosphere. They strive to provide nothing but excellence to make every visitor feel special. Wow. And I love all that about that that's on their website. Now, we've got the CEO, Jared Kylo. That's correct. Kylo, what up? Looks like Kilo, but it's Kylo. (laughs) Kylo. I'm just saying Kilo, but I low Kylo. 
Mr. Jared's in the building. The CEO started this place, and uh, who's also the president of the UCBA. Now, the UCBA is a trade association group comprised of licensed retail dispensary owners and operators and the local infrastructure of businesses that support the legal model and law of Los Angeles and the state of California. So he's doing some big things on the side just by doing the dispensary, folks. Keep your eye on good old Jared. Mason Miller's in the building, the director of education and compassion program. Mason's been with the company six years. Welcome over there, young yes. man. Thank Looks you. like he hasn't fucking shaved in six years either. <laughs> and True story. Yeah. We also have <laughs> Teresa McGee. She looks like she has shaved in six years. Yeah. <laughs> Who's been there she only three imagine. years currently and working as a consultant and executive admin member at The Higher Path. Check out the website, folks, thehigherpath.com. Yes. That's T-H-E-H-I-G-H-E-R-P-A-T-H.com. Or on Instagram, they got The Higher Path Shop. Welcome, you guys, to the show. And, you know, I give you that intro because... Damn. That is well-deserved. What you guys are doing out there in Los Angeles and in Sherman Oaks and on your website with the early bird specials, your times that are just right there bright from 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. every day. I really like this one-look wonder when I go to your site. You pass all these great tests, happy hour specials, 4 to 6 p.m. every day. Like I just feel like buy an eighth and get a, a, a free a dollar gram, whatever it is that I keep seeing. You guys make me want to go to your shop just off the website alone. So I commend whoever's doing this for you. I love what I look at and all the research that I just read from your websites. You guys are informing people. Jared, what made you come up with cannabis and dispensary? And are you from Southern California? Or or where do you come up with this concept to open up the Higher Path Collective? Um, I'm from the North Bay, so born in Santa Cruz and also operated dispensaries out of San Francisco. Um, Which ones? Uh, the Green Cross. Okay. Um, and so we were there, you know, since 2003 and got to like talk in, you know, in the government kind of place under Gavin Newsom. He gave us some space under the medical marijuana task force, which was nice kind of learning about. So you're one of the ones that love him. You're like, okay, Gavin Newsom, that's our guy. He helped us out. Oh, fuck, can you do that? He said, I don't know about It's a roller coaster him. ride, right? It's a roller coaster ride with the guy. I think in some ways you can't ask him to take care of all the problems of cannabis. There's a lot of problems in California to begin with, but it would be nice if he focused on us a little bit more. But, you know, it's like. I can't have him wave a magic wand and can't make it all okay. Can't steal all of his time. <laughs> I mean, but you can say he helped you with that one at least. You could drop it there. Hey, he knew a lot about the industry. Helped us like get to a place of where government was really allowing us to speak and talk about best business practices and how to grow weed better and and train people inside San Francisco on how to do it. And he gave us that spot. You know, we got had we got to have gavels and sit inside City Hall and. All of those things are just really important for us to be legitimate. Putting cannabis so on remember, the table. I remember sitting in City Hall in Los Angeles, you're talking about, when they when, when they were letting everybody come in and do speeches and stuff? Are you um, talking probably yeah, Sacramento that, or San Francisco? This, this was in San Francisco. Oh, San Francisco. Okay, cool, yeah. But, you know, I, I've also been here for 10 years, you know, doing the same thing that we did in, in kind of San Francisco. It was kind of like when I saw L.A. just kind of had just this wild, wild west mentality of who was going to be legal and who wasn't. Coming down here when Prop D just got open yeah. and finding this dispensary and, and trying to build the kind of the network around it was where the UCBA came up. It's like we were all just looking at what are we going to do tomorrow? We have a dispensary today under Prop D, but we don't know what that means. Yeah. And and no one really did. I know, and so we really yeah. had to set rules you to mean make you sure had it a meant pink, something. You had a pink um, 
uh, BTRC. BTRC. <laughs> I got one of my desk in there, dude, like that I used to have from a long Historical. time Historical. Yes. The dude. old LO50. Yes. Dude. So, so you watch this evolution change from even, you know, early stages of San Francisco because there were spots in San Francisco, our sex to be Santa Cruz, because I grew up in San Jose where we knew go to Santa Cruz. You can get weed in Santa Cruz just like you can get weed in San Francisco, whether you're in the mission, you're on the hate, or you're opening up a shop there but you can still get him on mission or the hate you can still get him patrol hill you know what i mean you just go to the cuts you could always find anywhere in san francisco it feels like but what led you to opening up that in san francisco was it the was it the santa cruz treatment of cannabis that raising up in that santa cruz area that gave you that foundation because in my opinion as well santa cruz is one of those humble the areas of Humboldt. santa cruz is where the true pioneers in my eyes and as i vision cannabis in California, let alone I look at it as I feel like it goes globally from those eras of growers and people who learn well, things. Why, Santa Cruz and Humboldt are the two spots and how I envision it. And I could be wrong. Well, well, you're I'm just saying how I envision it. Well, so and just to clarify that, Joy, what I think you're saying though, and that's on the on the um, like the premium high level Kush. So when you say that, like thank I, you, I, I say, you, yeah, thank you're right. You, you know what I mean? That's for, exactly what I for mean. For quality indoor grows, hundred percent. You know what I mean? Not massive amount. Greenhouse. No. In, in, indoor grows, but but not like the mass, craziest mass smoke I've ever like, smoked was from those like, areas. Like the best, yeah. no, no, the, the best, yes. yeah, the best. That's quality. exactly what I mean. Thank yeah. you for clarifying what yeah, I mean. Yeah, because, because I, I mean the like Mexican that. weed that came over from the border, millions dude, of pounds. But, no, there wasn't yeah, millions there was, of pounds. And, and, yeah. and then the, the Canadians were shoveling it down here, dude, like like nobody's business. And then Northern California had the primo. You know what I'm saying? It was there like, you go. That was how I. That's how I envisioned. Sorry, I had to just clarify. Thank you for clarifying that because it's good for everyone listeners because you're right. It is. It is. And I'm glad that you know exactly what I meant as well because there were buddies like brothers like that were like, what Joe means is this. Thank you for clarifying. I think we had the best trees and and landscape to be able to hide. You look at Humboldt and you look at Santa Cruz. We hid in the trees. We hid in the mountains. We had great sun. We had great air. And it gave you an opportunity Soil. to really create infrastructure and know that every year you were still going to be there. And I think that's what Humboldt and Santa Cruz really gave the cannabis industry was some stability um, by being able to hide. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, and did you hide in those hills growing? Um, no, I was a kid when I was in Santa Cruz. Oh, okay. Yeah. Maybe my dad was, but I'm not really sure. Probably. Oh, really? Probably. <laughs> your, your dad probably did. I used to go to visit Northern California, and I'd literally walk in, and, and like my friends would be like, yeah, let's go over here. And I'm like, oh, dude, you guys got a nice little grow in this house. And then I look across the street, and I'm like, it looks like their house is growing, too. And I'm like, oh, they grow, too. And I'd be like, okay, let, let's go check it out. And I'd walk over there, and they're like growing here. And I'm like, oh, shit. And then I'd be like, what? It, the whole fucking neighborhood's growing and shit. Who's the whole not growing. Fucking, yeah. <laughs> no, everybody's growing fucking weed out here. And it's true. Like everybody's grows cannabis out there. You know, and it, it feels just, like that, it's, right? It was just well, it felt like it. Yeah. I don't know if everybody was, but all no, the people I, I, I can think of my neighborhoods, even in San Jose growing up, I had about four neighbors that had huge big four plants, if not more, in their backyards. In my four block big yeah, area, I mean, and that, that was my that close was, friends. Was and not, I don't know everybody. Yeah. I'm just saying those are my close friends. Yeah, I'm just talking about the people like you. I'd go. There's over a there. lot of people. But my point is, you're right. I, everybody I, could be looking. Yeah. yeah. There's, there's a lot of people. Is that a fact, or are we just making shit up? No, I mean, you're one degree of separation <laughs> from someone who grows weed. That's why it's like, you know, sometimes it's hard to run a retail up there because everyone has access to it with their friends or family or you know, a close relative. Um, when you're in Los Angeles, that six degrees of separation is true. Um, knowing where a grower is, because, you know, most of the indoor stuff stays pretty uh, under under the radar. But when you have a big farm, you got to have, like, trimmers and people come and people making food. It was like a whole community you had to have. And when you came out here in Los Angeles, I believe it was 2013. Is that when you first came out here opening up? Um, that's when I opened the Higher Path, yeah. And, and when you did that, why Sherman Oaks 
Why is that the first location? I looked at a... 70 locations before I moved that license there. Good for you. Wow. Because it was like, you know, I have an economics background. That's my degree. And so looking at where the expansion was going to be, I looked across the street of this one spot. And there was a brand new Ralph that was going to be built in two or three years with 300 parking spots right off of the Hollywood Hills, which is, you know, upper middle class. <laughs> and so trying to find a way to get outside of just like how many OG Kushes can you carry in Los Angeles? I come from Northern California where high in sativas were what we sold the most of. And I came here and I was like, wow, people don't understand the difference. And so I really wanted to kind of attract a different demographic. So, you know, we have Ariana here sitting in the audience. She was my second employee at the Higher Path. And she's been with us now for over six years. And knowing that I wanted to kind of appeal to more of a female demographic, all of my managers were all female. And this isn't like girls in booty shorts. This is like yeah, powerful. smart. Powerful Business, women, women that, yeah. intelligent. Well, yeah. I mean, you really want to attract and give someone some comfort. And so, if you walk into a shop and you see a girl in booty shorts, I don't know if you're really going to ask well, her these the girls, real questions. These girls still do look good in booty shorts if they were in them. By the way, so you can't just say that. You're, there you're is that, but you, no, I, I kidding, see what though. you're saying. <laughs> the yeah, girls no, are I like, see what, what? You're saying? You, you didn't go after that look no, of just it, you, know, well, you know. It's the same for us. Listen, we, we have integrity. We right? don't wear we, short shorts like that either. We don't do that either. Yeah, blue and I can all day. I look good in them. I look good in them. <laughs> and we shave each other, so we both That's know fair. that we're going to look good if we wore them. So just to give you an insight, but we don't do is our but point. Here's, no, the, and, and he's right. No, but I'm saying is that, is that we never really sold sex as far as trying to grow yeah. our company either. Yeah. You know cool. what I mean? We we didn't we didn't you know build Teach our cannabis own, talk 101 on 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 hot you know uh, models and stuff like Especially that. Or, not or hot hosts. <laughs> yeah, definitely not hot hosts. Look at us. Yeah, That's we have point, we yeah. both have faces for radio. Exactly. So okay. I think what it is is there is a time and a place for all of that, and I think there is an underserved market for for females to feel like they could go into a shop and talk about their menstrual cramps, talk about anxiety, talk about things that they felt comfortable in doing instead of having their boyfriend or their husband go buy them weed, they wanted to come into a spot that felt comfortable. And so it was like a spa-like atmosphere. It was supposed to be enticing. You know, we did burn candles. We did have the things that were there to really make it comfortable. Essential things that are essential for the women that make everybody feel good. Who doesn't like the smell of a good oil? Yeah, Who but there were, like this is instant, back when it was still a trap, you know what I mean? And was kind it of felt like, like trappy, yeah. You know he went, I mean? he we went, were in uh, the zen going, hmm... <laughs> And, and that's a it risk. Was, it was tough. It was a risk. She's honest. at the back, like you ain't lying, blue. You ain't You're right, though. But it's no, funny though it, for Jared to take a risk like that is risky. No, it took it took of. almost a couple of years to even get some market share because we stood out so much that people are like, uh, "Why would I send my girlfriend to go pick up weed? I gotta be protective." <laughs> yeah. And so then it was like, "Wait a second, I'm the breadwinner. I'm the head of the household." Like, and as a female, it's like I want a place to feel comfortable in, and it was really important to kind of create that space because it really wasn't here for us and where exactly are you guys at in sherman oaks you know i lived right there in sherman oaks right by the uh, hazeltine and ventura okay and ventura and hazeltine so so i mean essentially you know your 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 thought process is is to cater to you know more of a you know just anybody right so because a lot of the the I think the thought process to cannabis right now has been, you know, from the beginning, I'm, I'm t- talking 2017, right? Going back would be more like tough guy, security at the door, straight, you know what I mean? Like, watch out, someone's going to rob us because there was a lot more going on back then. And then, so your your guys' model was come in like, yo, let's just have more of a, like a zen, you know, a, a nice vibe where you could come in and get some real good ed- education, have a nice scent, 
feel like you're in a clean store and get some good information from, you know, the people that you're working with instead of meeting the security guard at the door and going like, damn, I'm not sure if the next guy is going to rob me or if I'm buying weed from him. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right? Is that what you're talking it's about? It's true. <laughs> it, was a, it was an underserved market that still was smoking yeah. and was still it was still like part of the industry. They just yeah. really were represented very well sure and so it was a good a good chance i remember that day of... though like i used to go in stores like damn dude this is a this is a legit store you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like this supposed to be legit one? right now yeah this one's legit like damn you know and i was you know i i felt that exact same way you know many times in in stores so i know what you mean by you know having... well it's almost a joke that you used the other day blue which i find to be funny which is people are going to build new dispensaries that look like trap shops mm, and yeah. it's funny that you said that dog but <laughs> It's a motto. But you yeah. just pinpointed a, yeah. a, a motto that's going to be like, do we need to go back to making our legit shop feel like a trap shop? Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, they look too much like Apple back. stores now. We yeah. do need to go a little bit back. Yeah. They, are, they are all so fancy. And then yeah. some of them well, are all bougie like Jared did going, oh, we're going to go all this high-end <laughs> women style, put all these lotions and creams and shit. You know what I mean? When you come to the high pad, don't slip on the fucking grease. Because <laughs> we greasy up in this mud. We doing it nice and smooth. Which is nice, though, because I love that whole concept. I mean, we had, what's his name from Medvin here? He started that whole Adam, look. Adam, Adam came and he, how he came up week. with that look. And that's, that's great. And, and what you're doing right there, and it's funny because you're right here, damn near off the boulevard, dog. You're by Tyshu, by my boy uh, uh, Christian Corbin's restaurant. You know my boy Christian? Yes, I do. That's my dog right there. Oh, and I see, see that you're right down the street from his Japanese restaurant. Blue, we got to go to this Japanese restaurant. This dude well, got the spot, go. and yeah. he's such a player. He's the one that uh, Dr. Dre Jared's was taking partner. us. Apparently. Oh yeah, Dre, he, he's over there <laughs> in the cuts with all these people. He's he said the, he knows them. Oh, yeah, of course Let's he does. He's right in the now valley right now. So knows him. This is the thing, audience, about Jerry, which is dope. <laughs> he's in the valley where all the celebrities are too. So this is a location that is funny to think. If you're listening in a different country and you're listening oh, in a different states, yeah, you have no idea. All these cats here with us. When I say all these cats, Mason and Teresa, probably Mason and Teresa more deal with the celebrity aspect of life that probably walk in and out of that dispensary. They're like, guys, can you guys clear, not, clear, clear and, out and the store? They can't say it. Clear yeah, out exactly. the store. We've got uh, Michael Jackson coming through. <laughs> totally. Just where, that trust me. Uh, Justin no, Timberlake's no out store. there. Justin Bieber. Like, name oh, it. Whoever. Okay, I've had that happen. I know. I've cleared them out. It was well, funny. Clear the store out. And that's what's so dope to go back to what you did. Jared is picking a location. I mean, you're right off the boulevard. You're just by Moore Park. I mean, you're by everything. You're by the, you're by all the hot spots. I just realized your location right now, and that's why I'm saying this. Going, dude, I see exactly where you're at. You <laughs> yeah, are and, prime, and, prime, prime spots. And we had to start with 1,800 square feet, and you know we're 10,000 square feet now. So the fact that we were able to wow. kind of help this, you like little the growth. You well, start moving out your neighbors, like move out, move out, move out, or you guys got a new location? No, we st we stayed in the same spot. I think what happened was all the neighbors started realizing we were a real business and we were trying to help the community and we would go and donate time and money and energy to our community. And I lived like less than a half a block away on Dickens, which was in an apartment for six years, like within walking distance. So when I walked out and went shopping and went to eat, it was all the same people who were shopping at the store. And so yeah. when you notice each other and you realize that you're kind of supporting the Real same community, community yeah. it really does kind of change things. And oh, you, do, you, you have to get involved. Like one of the things that, you know, when we were, we, we had an education platform for cannabis, we were helping people, you know, launch stores and figure out how to get involved. I'm like, you know, the first thing you think you need to do is go get involved in your city. Like deal with the people that really are operating in your freaking city because a lot of people, they forget that, right? They just go, oh, I'm going to go talk to my friend that's going to tell me how to do this and tell me how. It's like, bro, like go deal with the people of the city. 
that are ask them what's going on about what you're trying to do because that's who's going to give you the pass. Like you're not going to just go. Your friend's not going to give you the magical information. The city you're trying to go open up that store at, they have regulations. They have you know the state has regulations. You have to you know go through that model. And it sounds like your other company, what was it called? The it helps people do that. Or UCBA. UCBA, right? Yeah, that's awesome, dude. So when we come back more with Cannabis Talk 101, we'll be right back after this break. We'll be right back with Cannabis Talk 101. Welcome back to Cannabis Talk 101. Welcome back to Cannabis Talk 101, Mr. Grande. Blue, are you ready for Kushstock? Are you ready? I think so. By the people, for the people, Saturday, April 9th at the Adelanto Stadium, an event center located at 12,000 Stadium Way, Adelanto, California, 9301. Now, this event is 21 and over, of course, with a valid ID. So many people without that valid ID. Don't get mad at them if you don't got it. You got to have it. Free general admission if you do, but they do have that VIP ticket option. For tickets and more information, head to the website, kushstock.life, and come out there and hang out with us, Cannabis Talk 101, Dr. K, and everybody else that is by the people and for the people. We'll see you Saturday, April 19th. Steezy's going to be out there. Are they going to be out there? Yeah, Steezy's got a big presence. Oh, well, hopefully the higher pass going to be out there because they're out here with us right now. These folks over here, I I love talking with you, Jared, because... I want to touch on that, what Blue just mentioned a minute ago before we went out, which was the UCBA. How did you, I love how you're working together with a bunch of licensed retail dispensary owners to operate this, because in my opinion, uh, I remember going to a meeting once in down in Los Angeles, and help me remember that group. AA? No, AA. not an AA meeting. <laughs> I went to many AA meetings in, it's in probably, Los Angeles. It was probably Glock, it was, Glocka was, back yeah, in the day. I think it was Glocka. Glocka. It was Glocka, Damn, dog. You're right. We were all there. Back. Yeah, he said Thank we all you. fell for that one. <laughs> Glocka. Is that what it is? I do remember Glocka. It was a Glocka that I went to the meetings. I, I think you're that. right, dog. So my Glocka. point is, I, I remember I an organization, and that's exactly what I was It might have been normal. It might have been normal. No, it wasn't LA normal. It was probably Glocka. I remember because I went there and I spoke there about processing and talked to a bunch of dispensary owners, but my point behind that was I loved seeing the dispensary owners get together and unionize, come together because that's what they needed to do. And the biggest complaint was getting the police to acknowledge these fucking dispensaries. Because they're raiding us no matter what. Yeah, exactly, because yeah. oh, they're going man. after everybody. And I, this was even Shit. before I met Blue, right? This was before I was even part of the well, show. I, and I remember yeah. going to these DACA meetings. I think it was, you're right, it was DACA or whatever it was, DACA. And, and hearing the complaints from these folks of the biggest gripe was illegal dispensaries and the cops aren't spending the money to go over there they're coming after us anyways and doing this so you at my point is to this organization that you helped create is it because of that or how does this even come about because i'm so interested ucba is needed not only needed i believe it needs to be a union, a alcohol, like like they do for Budweiser and this and that. And there needs to be more than just what we have now for the owners. 
in my opinion. So I like that you're doing the UCBA. How does it come about? Um, well, when Prop D was around, we just had something called limited immunity. We didn't even have a license. And so, you know, as we were going to transition into a legal licensed state run, like cannabis company, there was only 135 Prop D compliant locations and there was a thousand illegal dispensaries and yeah. we were paying 6% tax and no one else was. And so we we're trying to find where is going to be the balance. And this group got together so that we could write um, an ordinance. So we got together and we wrote Measure M. Um, and so that went on the ballot of 2016 and got an 81% voter yeah. approval, which actually ushered in the new legal era in Los Angeles where we're licensed and, and kind of regulated. So we got together mostly because... When you say we, who's we? You and a couple I was parents? There, so, who, how many people? So I, owned, I used to own Firehouse. You guys oh, are yeah. familiar with Firehouse? Yeah, yeah. That was my license. So oh, cool. I, I sold that to Z. Um, and then he, you know, went and did his thing. You know what I'm saying? Uh -huh. <laughs> so anything you know about him, don't. don't that was no yeah, reflection. Yeah, don't go no firehouse. <laughs> that, that, that ain't Christopher Wright. <laughs> That's not me. Yeah, but but so I know exactly like the the, the what you guys are what we're going through, right? Because again, I had that pink freaking piece of paper that I thought you know was like, oh yeah, I'm not gonna get raided. No, we got raided. We got shut down. And then you were showing up to meetings like, why are we getting hit? Why are we getting raided? There was no kind of oh, it was like you guys were paying our taxes. You told us to do this. Like we're doing everything you where's said where's the protection the where's the safety i'm the doing everything right the police are like we don't give a fuck what you think get your shit go you're like what like, like, okay that's not what they said i talked yeah. to chuck over there and chuck said that <laughs> yeah, everything's supposed chuck. to be good and i talked to larry and larry said yeah, screw you dude. they're like yeah breathe you know, like, they're like nope get it up wrap yeah. it up and i'm taking all this from you so anyway. that just happens also so how many people all together jared are in this ucba and can anybody else be a part of it can people come and unite can people come together what what is this organization about yeah the organization is two-thirds retailers and one-third other license types and we did that to make sure that we didn't fall into the same problem glocka fell into was trying to represent every every license type became a, an arguing match inside of the own organization so I made sure this organization was centric around retailers because they didn't seem to have like a central group to communicate from. And when I got here, everyone wanted to be their own island as a, as a retailer. They're always like, you know, I got all this intellectual property is always like my precious. It's like, you know, so no one wanted to communicate with each other. So this was an opportunity to say, what's good business practices? We need to fund, you know, writing an ordinance. It cost us $1.6 million to just get this ordinance done. You know, you got to get 100,000 signatures in L.A. to even to even put an ordinance on the ballot so it was expensive and i had to get these groups together and time consuming and dude, yeah, like I mean, lawyers yeah. and everybody was there and then trying to get cannabis dollars into an election oh. was also difficult you had to have a third party hold the bank account <laughs> so like so it was a lot but you know 16 people kind of got it started and we kind of started ucba and then it expanded up to about 80 people inside los angeles wow, okay and then we wrote that ordinance and once that ordinance was on the ballot it was pretty easy from there to start communicating directly to city council because they saw that we can raise funds we can write an ordinance we are legally bound to each other and we want you to be legally bound to us because that little piece of paper didn't stop the police but when we finally started getting laws and started banning together then we said you know the city attorney give us a list of all who's legal so then a list of 135 prop d compliant locations come out wow. and then when you were on that list you showed that to the police city attorney yeah. said we're on this list get the fuck out i had one isn't it funny <laughs> to have to go through that process of doing everything right and then still having to prove it when you're like dude i'm doing everything right to have to now go the next step of you guys write it down what's right now and, and then even that well what's that because these cops don't really know what that is yet. They haven't seen it. They got to look at it and be like, 
Okay, am I taking this for true value? Is that a real stamp? Is this is that a, a print shop stamp? work? What'd you do here? I'm thinking about well, if that, I'm was, that was part of it uh, too, though, right? Time. Because then there was there was that forgery going around. Oh, yeah. Your last name's I mean, Kilo. You I'm not leaving you. Uh, first <laughs> off, you look at like the Is this your rapper name? Well, yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, come on. You definitely heard that one. And then, hello, my name's Mason Miller, and I'm one of their director of education. Here's our license, please. Director of education. Yeah, let's go there, director of education. How does that even come, Mason? How do you become the director? Director of education, is that because you showed them pictures of you stoned at the age of eight? <laughs> Lots of experience, yeah. <laughs> I have the rep. I am the educator here, sir. I grew a planet 10 years old. <laughs> Started smoking at eight. I can do this all. Here we go. Hold on Jared. Let me take a hit. No, yeah. seriously, yeah. How, how does one become the director of education? Well, uh, I had a lot of help. Uh, I had a lot of help from our colleagues. Actually, Ari, who Jared mentioned, uh, has been my mentor since I started uh, shortly after uh, they opened the shop. Uh, so I've been in with the company for about six years now, and um, pretty much still uh, like the guy. <laughs> yeah, you know we get to, we get to hang out every once in a while. Yeah, still like him, huh? Right. <laughs> oh, Just check it. Of course, yeah. absolutely. It's a good sign. Yeah, it's a good sign. Yeah, you know, really and that's sign. actually worth mentioning because I feel like in this industry, it's important to note that the owner of a dispensary has so much compassion for the, his employees and and their staff, which isn't said very often for a dispensary. Uh, so I, some I'm of them don't lucky. even know the owner. That's very true. And, and uh, some of the owners. Don't ever want to come out yeah. and talk and speak up. There's only there's only yeah. a few like Sasha is one of the Sasha and his brother. Yeah, like you Sasha. you know Sasha and his brother. Yeah, hmm. uh, yeah, what, what are they DM? What are they DM? Uh, MD MD, MD dispensaries. Nice oh. guys. My point is you, my point behind mm. that is you ready for this? Is you remind me of them and we really love them. So oh. that's why I bring them up. <laughs> uh, I don't know if we love them that <laughs> much. We gotta nail these guys <laughs> better yet. I don't know if we love we them. Have, they they, they no, haven't taking us out to eat yet. Sasha's taking us to go eat. You know what They're not sponsoring the show yet. Neither are you, so we don't love either of you. There you go. Well, Sasha sponsored some parties. He has sponsored a few parties. Hey, but still. I ain't going to sure. front, though. I still like the higher path. Everything. I like your location. I like I you guys' look. I like the website. And I'm liking and digging the you education guys. The education guy for, how, how did you get <laughs> it? How does the director guy. of education come about? So, sure. Well, uh, to be continue. honest, we, we actually created the role entirely um, based, based off the need of education. And uh, starting so far back uh, from my experience there and being pretty much only medicinal. I mean, we obviously have people have their med cards come in for recreational purposes, but the majority of our patients actually came in for medical real, reasons. Real, yeah, of real course, sp- which is the real one, which uh, like when Blue started his dispensary, he really wanted to help cancer patients. Mm. Of course he was hustling, but then he got into this whole medical aspect. Granted, you know, he started hooking up a lot of people. So that mm. type of aspect, which I acknowledge and see that you were doing that at the beginning of this as well with you, Jared, as the CEO, that's how you started this company. And that's why as well as the passion that I love what you guys are doing there. Absolutely. It wasn't just opening up this dispensary, you know, cash grab. I didn't feel that reading everything and seeing everything and not the multi-state operating yet because you're just this big multi-state money mm-hmm. grab and just trying to do your thing. Mm-hmm. So I really appreciate and acknowledge and see what you guys are doing. That being said, mm-hmm. so you're teaching. Does this teaching go from you teaching the staff or teaching the customers that come in or both? It's actually both. Yeah, we've uh, really primarily focused on educating our staff the best that we can and uh, with the products and uh, and the science behind it so we can also educate our customers and our patients too. Um, that's so does your staff have a class? Yeah, actually we've written and developed an entire class structure um, and master classes about specific things. Record, are, are they recorded shows that they just watch? 
watch now or you actually go through the process and still train? Yeah, actually, uh, me and we've trained some others up in, as well to be uh, teachers too, but we are up teaching on a whiteboard and going through the, everything from... Live, you're doing live. Live, yeah, yeah. With everything from flour to vapes to dabs to accessories to edibles, everything. And That's what each each person that comes in through your, 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 your guys' in-house team you come to the higher or, path or are you talking about talk. like That's right. are you talking about like you know, Cal can walk in and be like, yo, can I go get your training? In the future, mm-hmm. that's actually something we are striving for. That's good. I like, I like, well, the like that. I ask is, I, I, yeah. A lot of people don't know this about me, but I rolled out an education platform in 29 states for the mm-hmm. cannabis industry. Oh, wow. So it's attention, medical marijuana entrepreneurs. Are you interested in making extra cash and boom medical marijuana business? Hi, I'm Christopher Wright. I ran my commercials. I, I ran educational I seminars, and I, and, I, and I launched it in 29 states. And then during COVID, you know, completely got crushed because we were doing live events and and, and sometimes in four states every week you know so like i'd be in texas california start those florida super spreaders again yeah the super spreader <laughs> it was a super spreader you know what i'm saying but but we would have those events and and, and we we did very very well um and in fact it was you know part of my exiting from the stores right mm-hmm. Do it, but leave, blue, leave it was the funny stores. this is part of the cannabis industry that i'm saying is another well, part no, that's what even well what big. i'm saying is is you're educating right so, to me what you know when you're having a live there's so much more ed, you know, education dealing with people direct, right, than, mm. than through, through a, a video, video. Mm-hmm. right? Exactly. This is why I ask because even through – some people are very good at video, by the way. Mm. You know what I mean? So hypnotizing yeah. that it's just unrealistic, which is a, it's a, it's a, um, you know, a talent in its own. But, and then st- standing in front of people and teaching is, is also a talent. So I, I, you know, I look I forward to live I, too. I, I, I like live. I want to yeah. see, I want to see your live, sh- you know, mm-hmm. pitch. It's funny you know. I say I like live, but I also like the uh, <laughs> avenue of being able to watch it on my own time. So maybe a sure. live recording of a class where people are asking <laughs> that, questions that, might yeah. work good for me too. And it does, it does. <laughs> exactly. The older you get, the more it seems like. Because, you know, or, now or I can, the younger actually I can be now, on you know? the shitter and still learning is my point. You know what I mean? Without. But are you learning though, Joe? Well, pushing and learning are two different things but it yeah. still kind of comes up so, so so, so what, what's your favorite part of the, the education um you know that, that you have well i've, I've really got uh been able to appreciate the reward oh thank you <laughs> appreciate the reward system it brings of actually helping people um and so what we've actually do you guys give out stickers or something or what do you mean reward yeah well system? we have <laughs> a star we like instagram you got the higher path sticker oh yeah we, we, we literally we literally give everybody like a, a diploma you know what i mean like uh, a, a little you know a little you work. just got a jared mohawk <laughs> <laughs> nice. yes yes that's yes, halloween season yeah um, <laughs> well it's just like this little mohawk that comes on a little like sticker you know <laughs> Don't yeah, well, the I love the hair, I, by the way, Jared. Love it. Yeah, I used to have one. I show you. I'll oh, show you God. mine now. Yeah. He really did. One. Yeah, it was dope. Just it's like it's really good, by the way. <laughs> you know, yeah, it's 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 hard to miss him. It's actually uh, our, it's such a standout look. I swear to God, I, right when he walked in, I go, "That better be the CEO." He takes all the new staff off guard. You know, totally. The they're like, "Who's this in, guy?" Yeah, they're like, "Oh, some dude with a mohawk's walking in." He's like, "Hi, I'm the owner," and they're like, "Oh my god, oh my god." It's like, thank God. Yeah, thank God. I didn't know who you were, but you're sexy. Such a good looking man. So continue yeah. with this. Whole, people get rewarded. They feel good. They're well, learning. And what I meant kind of by rewards too is actually the reward our staff has by helping people. And when they come in and that patient. Knowing, knowing how in. to really answer their yeah. questions. Well, yeah. And the, yeah, absolutely. Freaking awesome. Yeah. Absolutely. And, you know, it could be just as, well, I say easy, but I mean, I don't know if you've gone, you know, a week without sleep and it, and it sucks for anyone who has. Right? Joe's been oh. like two or three weeks without sleep. <laughs> I thought like, you were referencing right. my party days. I almost <laughs> looking at that new year from San Francisco. Like, he's like, do you know me? Do you know me? Do you know me? 
go to San Francisco, 10, 10, 15 posts them. You end up, exactly. Oh, it's terrible. But you know, when they tell you, like, because of what you gave me or the information you gave me or the confidence you gave me in taking this product, I have now been able to sleep for the first time. Ever. I mean, even just that, I mean, that's on Fantastic. our anxiety, things, right? Just know? hearing yeah. any of those stories of God shots at my point. I call Absolutely. those God shots. Cancer, those are constantly cannabis God shots of, oh my God, look what it mm. did for my son who has seizures or Absolutely. epilepsy. You can't sleep at any of those things. Absolutely. Well, the first God time shots. the first no. time you ever no. hear it, like, yeah. and I've watched somebody do this, right? Like somebody that doesn't understand cannabis, doesn't mm. understand our industry. And then I'm like mm-hmm. watching the first time they, they're like seeing someone have a testimonial. They're like, oh, this motherfucker's lying. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then, and then it's like and then you're around it so much you like see it again and then you're like okay now they caught it this time and then you're like see it around them and i'm speaking to people like you know my mother yeah. you know what i mean like my That's mom so i'm like like my, my, my dad was in this industry but his whole life in fact they got a divorce because she thought that you know he, he trained us to be drug dealers you know what and I'm then saying? Mom's and, in the and, game. and 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 yeah and then now and then and then and then and then rolling it out right you know mm-hmm. like my family will be like you, you've been pushing cannabis since it wasn't cool like you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying it's not cool like it wasn't cool like you were pushing it and then now it's cool and they're going fuck but we didn't see it for what it was worth then right right and i and you can't blame that for people and that's that education curve Absolutely. You, you know it goes into that thank you for training mm-hmm. thank you your 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 coach and your team here mm-hmm. for creating that you know um uh you know that 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 legacy or that yeah that mm-hmm. just know that 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 model of, of care amongst your team. You know right. what I mean? Like you have to create a model for people that, that you know, jive with it. You know, your tribe either likes that or they don't. If I teach you guys how to smoke crack, you're gonna be like, yo, I don't know if I wanna do that with that dude. You know what I'm saying? But if I'm like, right. yo, I'm gonna teach you how to, you know, uh, all these work drug analogies are making me itch. You know what I mean? I'm, you <laughs> yeah, know I'm on these North Coast right sorry, now. I'm on a sober drug a long time. Yeah, Just stop I, saying I, I've this. Been I've been sober for six you weeks. You did two, yeah. <laughs> look, at, look how bad of a junkie I am. There's been two drug references. And I can tell how many on the show. That's how bad I'm it's Cannabis Talk 101. I need to take a break. We'll be right back oh, after this. Oh, stop it, Joe. We'll be right back with Cannabis Talk 101. Welcome back to Cannabis Talk 101. Welcome back to Cannabis Talk 101 with Blue and Joe Grande. And if you're looking for a high-quality seed, well, head head to rocketseeds.com right now. Or on Instagram at rocket underscore seeds for trusted cannabis seeds. Rocket Seeds is a trusted source for thousands (laughs) of quality seeds at a fair price. So head to rocketseeds.com right now. And while you're on the website, do me a favor, because I like these guys, go to thehigherpath.com. Man. Because the out. deals that they have, the community, the blogs, Education. the contact information, the signing up for your emails and all this stuff and ordering online is all there. Come celebrate Women's History Month there as they do as they march is Women's History Month and the Higher Path is proud to carry these women-owned brands. They're just doing great things there and they're here with us right now and I appreciate you guys being here. And as we talk about women, we save the best for last and I talk about Teresa McGee, who's been yeah. there about three years currently 
working as a consultant and executive admin member at the Higher Path. Uh, Teresa, how did you get involved with this company? Um, I actually told Jared it was an accident and that they weren't supposed to hire me <laughs> when I first started. Um, nice. Was, I didn't is that know true? Anything. No, well, I mean, I didn't know anything about cannabis really when I first started. Um, my mom has rheumatoid arthritis, and so I started looking up THC, CBD, you know, as, as remedies. Help, right. Mm-hmm. And um, I was looking for a, a second job. I was actually working for Budweiser. Right down the street. At the time. Yeah, right down the street on it, the 405. Yeah, I know exactly where it's at. Maybe you know where it's at. I know the Valley, oh, baby. Yeah. Come on. I know it. I, I can't believe you left that company. <laughs> I know, <laughs> Jared, I know. you got a good one. <laughs> right? Good for you, Hold buddy. On, did you say Budweiser? <laughs> I don't know. Budweiser. Favorite Budweiser commercial. I'm Bud what? The frogs or the horses or the dogs. I've got so many. Anyway, we'll go the horses. Go ahead. Yeah, there's so many good things. Keep going, please. Yeah, oh, of course. Teresa. Of course. Yeah, so I was looking for for a second job, I was um, I was on a contract with with Budweiser, and so um, yeah, I was looking around and uh, in need, and I was like, maybe I should apply to a dispensary. And I just kind of laughed at myself because I I, I figured, you know, if I was going to work for a place like that, I would have to know a lot already about cannabis. But the beautiful part about it is that I was able to go in knowing not a whole lot, and they taught me everything I know. So. But, but knowing a whole lot is funny to say that about cannabis because a dispensary is also business. So mm-hmm. knowing a lot about business, going into a dispensary and not knowing cannabis is still a huge asset yeah. to the industry because that's the problem a lot about this industry has had, right? It's so many cannabis knowledgeable folks about yes. so much cannabis when it really needs a lot of business folks who knows business, who knows Budweiser, right. who knows pharmaceuticals, yeah. who knows grocery stores, who knows... you know, who's, willing, yeah. who's willing to learn cannabis. Who's willing to get trained, right. Who's willing exactly. to learn exactly. cannabis. That's so, when know, the that's cannabis the, industry the, the key too, becomes mm-hmm. bigger, right? Because the cannabis industry is still growing it's, and new, and the laws are changing. And Jared's firsthand seeing it, spending money. Well, listen, on I'm. A, I, it. I, I mean, I, I, I'm. A, and a lot of people don't know this, but like, I'm a neuro, neuro um, you know, whatever. I, I could work on people's brains for a living, right? Before I came here, but when I decided to come to oh, cannabis, boy, here we go. <laughs> I couldn't even like, hold it in. Right? <laughs> what he did that? And the funniest part is, I was gonna let him fuck with these three and like watch it. I went, oh boy, here we go. And I'm like wondering in the team, and the yeah, team's halfway like, looking. Damn, like, he's a maybe. Nerd. I don't know. Wait, he was yeah, in a band. Nerd. He stopped the freeway thing. Uh, what part of his story from going to jail and doing that and selling dope was he doing fucking oh, brain surgery? Man. I never heard that part of that story. The funny part is, Blue, I looked at the team and I seen that look from Cal and Daniel. I couldn't see Christian because the TV's blocking him. But other than that, I was like, oh my goodness, these dudes are all puzzled. We have to have fun on the show. I'm just playing, guys. But it's funny, though, Teresa, because as you say a statement like that, I don't ever want to hear that out of your mouth again, young lady, because you're a golden talent. Because I don't know these guys wouldn't hire somebody who wasn't (laughs) talented like that. Well, no, that was just my initial thought. I I, I learned better. Of course. And and now that you're in the industry, I'm so curious for the last three years being in the cannabis industry and the space there and consulting and doing so much business, because I feel like hearing you say that statement, you weren't quote unquote, obviously you're open because you went and looked at it, but it was almost like a job like this is a verse I heard you say right now when you're describing looking at that. So you're almost looking at that like that. That's that industry, quote unquote, with the air fingers in the Mm -hmm. air because that's how many soccer mommies looking at that. Normal people, Christians, name it, pick the group, Muslims, pick the group, whoever, that cannabis industry, them druggies. You had (laughs) this tone when you mentioned how you went to go look at them and that tone was Mm -hmm. a outside of the industry vibe that I felt. Didn't know anything. Honestly. And and you said I didn't know about the industry. So is it fair to assume that you weren't really 
and you came into it, and I'm sure now it's a whole different look is my point behind what I'm getting at. Yeah, 100%. I mean, I, I didn't smoke when, when I first started. I still don't smoke a ton. I, I do some. Thank you, Mason. Um, <laughs> thank you for Once teaching me yeah. the ways. And by the um, way, I don't think no, people I mean, need to smoke a lot. I don't think people need to get drunk. Sure, no, 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 exactly. hundred percent. hundred percent. No, when I say there was a separation for for me, I think I was looking at all different kinds of jobs at that time, and I feel like you had to have some base knowledge, and you also had to be super trendy and like just kind of be this cool chick you know to work on ventura boulevard and i've just always been a, i am a cool a chick i mean i know hey, i'm a cool chick i don't know but you just crossed all those check marks so. and you're looking at me on your, you look cool you got, <laughs> got a leather jacket on guys yeah, I mean, you got <laughs> necklace yeah. on cool looking shirt good <laughs> smile not too much makeup just the right enough makeup i mean you're golden in my book oh yeah. thanks boo you're yeah, all those things like you check off the perfect like what do you everything yeah, blue eyes. i don't know i don't know what mirror you're looking at but let me wipe it down for you i love everything you guys are doing over there it's so cool we want to do the high five with you guys and once again, go to the website, thehigherpath.com, and, and, and their Instagram as well, which is a little different than the website. Which Wait is a second. The higher Hold on. I'm not done. Is your, is your you know, shop. almost there. You almost made yeah. it. I had, to, I had to jump back into this because I, I really think, like, that's a huge freaking jump, dude, from Budweiser to, to cannabis industry, right? I mean, and then on, you know. To, but, but is it? And when you think about that, right? But is I mean, it, it depends what she was doing ha, at Budweiser, As we go, dude. as we you think, think of the, as we think of the alcohol company in the industry. What were you doing at Budweiser? I was an admin. I was like yeah, a, for so, trade marketing. So, so yeah, dude. She, and that's she, what you're yeah. doing here, though, right? You're doing admin yeah, as well? Yeah, I mean. Um, she does it all honestly, now. She's it's more, running the whole damn place. Is, I'm, you know, <laughs> it's, it's more of a title. Honestly, I'm, I've developed a role with Ari um, for virtu virtual bud tending. So that's mostly what I do. I'm on live chat. I'm on phones. I'm talking education to people. I think you have a great voice. I just want to I'm just going to say, I'm, I'm oh, so into you. every time you talk, I'm, I, yeah, listen, I love it. I love so it. if you're doing thank virtual, so I'm just saying you guys should probably hire someone from like, you know, a different country that you actually train very well. Or is that all screwed up for even saying that? Like, <laughs> <laughs> If you want to save money, Jared, just take I mean, a yeah. stop playing <laughs> Teresa. Blue's got a great idea she's to take money out of Teresa's pocket. There you go, Blue. All right, Teresa, what, another uh, cool thing about what you're doing there, too, is educating mm -hmm. as well. So you're working with Mason on top of that, too. Is that what you guys do? Is that what I'm gathering? Yes. Right yeah, we're both on the education team. So um, we offer uh, consults to patients. Uh, you get a free first time 15 minute consultation with uh, with him or with me or with a couple of other people on our team. Um, you know, we're working on training manuals a lot for the bud tenders and, um, yeah, just speaking to I as many it. people as we can. If I could also can. throw out the compassion program. Oh yes, have. please. Yeah. Uh, please just real quick and kind of important cause it's, uh, based off the SB 34, uh, bill for, uh, giving free product to people in need through dispensaries. And just in a year, our patient base has grown from two, uh, people in our compassion program to 150 um, most of them vets. God bless you guys. That's great that you guys are doing that. Do you guys know who vets. Joe is Good. out in San Francisco? Who works Sweet Leaf Joe. Sweet Joe. Leaf. Yeah. We, he's been on yeah. our show several times, he's and we amazing. do a lot of things with him and support his program as well, and we'd like to do the same thing with you as well. Thank you. I want to get you guys in contact yeah, with Ali, who does our... Uh, not outreach, outreach, community and, outreach, and community program. outreach, and I want to make sure we connect you guys with Ali and Nadia. Thank you to so do much. Some more support on that, and with and Joe even with Oaksterdam. I mean, we, we just seen, yeah. we just had Oaksterdam, and I feel like Oaksterdam and you guys, you guys should be doing something together. A, a lot with that as well. You know, like what Dale's doing, and she's moving that program out to LA, and you guys are in LA, so mm. we might be able to start the pilot through your guys' location, kind of help. You know, bring, an arm bring, of it, or give, or you, even, give you some more work if you let us drive. How about this? He was like, damn. What he did, like, I'm in. 
Fuck it. Let's do it. With UCBA, making sure that you got, like the messages is just coherent, right? Mm-hmm. So even like, hey, can we just share with each other what our messaging is? Right. So that we're trying to just acknowledge in the same industry that we're all trying to push the right well, it, messages it, it, out. And again, here's be, our school. Here's your school. Many people Let's, learn in different ways. You right. know what I mean? So so having the ability to to have multiple you know ways for people to learn is is crucial, especially in cannabis right now. We, we we've got so much like little time to do the work that we really need to do for this country for the yeah. world you know and it's, and it's like happen so, it's so much bigger yeah. than it's so much bigger than the fast food that you know that we a lot of people look at the you know right. the outer picture and go oh wow this is great and i'm like no like you guys have no idea like we're, we're putting messages into people's yeah. minds to learn about this plant because it's so crucial mm-hmm. that our, our our children's children don't have to fight over a plant that actually helps people exist on this planet like yeah. you know what i mean gives people you know we've I given agree. over Finn Hills half one. a million dollars to veterans and people of, that are terminally ill or disabled with our compassion program and where does that come from mason yeah. did you start that or have to tell jerry Jared, we need to do something nice and stop spending all the money on hair product. And Teresa convinced him and said, you're right. Yeah. And well, see, I need Jared hair product, said, too, for my beard, Jared said, know? fuck <laughs> it, I'm going to cut down on the hair product, and I'm going to go to this. No. Uh, and you guys have been doing it for how long? Here we go, Joe. I love you. Um, yeah, well, uh, we actually, our vendor department um, kind of started it as, uh, as kind of just a small little, hey, what if we like kind of did this thing? And um, I had already been running the consultation program that we uh, built, and we kind of talked and said, hey, why don't we kind of combine these to kind of make it all in one thing? And since we did that, uh, we've been able to make it a seamless system and trained other people in it. and. Um, been able to give back to our community. Well, also, anything it, we can do for that too, CJ. Yeah, we anything that we can do for that, like, like, we're here for you as an outlet, you. as a, a facility, uh, as a drop-off, Tra- okay, whatever you need to do. Mm-hmm. We want to help support things like that well, off top, 100%. Given, let's let's push together. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And SB34 was tough to get politically because we were being taxed on products we were giving away, and so SB34 gave us an opportunity to give away products and not have to pay an exorbitant tax on and top. Tax on giving, giving away stuff. Yeah. So, so I'm paying to give this away for God. So imagine right. all the brands that gave us free product to give away too. This is this is half a million dollars blessings of product. So everyone, yeah. this is how the industry was built. And unfortunately, all the regulations yeah. that kind of pushed out the compassion. To, yeah. We had to create a law to bring compassion back to a compassionate so industry. It's, it's, it's amazing it's, that you're you kidding. Care. It's so crazy to say that. Like, this guy was giving away, going away, could get busted it, for right. going to help people that are dying of cancer. He's going like, to their house. I, I used right. to like. I used to same concept. It's crazy. Yeah. Thing. It was. It was weird because I, I. I'm first to say like I came in swinging, ready for the money. Right. Like that was my first I was young. I was like, oh, I'm selling weed. My dad sells cannabis. And my dad was more like, yo, this is about our friends and making sure we all have cannabis. And mm. it's it's so hard to find sometimes and just having a safe place for our people to have, you know, weed. And I'm like, OK, uh, yeah, cool. So and I'm like, there. dad, I'm going to sell. <laughs> Dude, oh, my God. You know, and your I was, me, oh, where'd you yeah. And he's much? like, what do you like? You're do, everybody would tell me I'm doing too much. Right. And then it got to a point. Though, oh, you buy that many things, dude, that yeah. quick at that young. I mean, but but, but you what, bought your dad's house from him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, dad. What? Give me yeah, that. Thank yeah, you. Here's yeah. your money. No. So, so the the thing is, though, you, you start to think like in in your mind, right? Like mm-hmm. that's the right thing, and then you start realizing you're meeting people that are, are really going through cancer. They really have, you know, major issues. And and the one that hit me the most was the AIDS. You know, mm-hmm. the guy comes in my my dispenser, and he's like, you know, I I um I forgot my wallet, and he's trying to leave, mm-hmm. and I'm going. Like, you know, my security's like, you got to go. You know, he kind of looks sick, you know what I mean? And I happened to be there, and I was hardly ever there. And the guy's literally walking out the door, and I'm like, dude, why are you kicking this guy out? Like, security's like, you got to go. You don't have your money. It's time to go, bro. And, and I'm looking at him like, dude, that guy kind of does look sick. 
But he also looks like he could be on drugs. You know what I'm saying? So, like, you know, it was kind of like playing that role. Mm. And then I walked out the back and I'm like, hey, bro, like, you know, what do you mean you, you forgot your wallet and you're sick? Because he mentioned, like, oh, I'm not feeling well and this and this. And I was like, oh, no. He's like, don't worry about it. I'll go get my wallet. I'll be right back. And I'm like, no, but I'm asking you. And he's like, yeah, don't worry about it. I'll be. And I'm like, I'm asking you because I want to donate cannabis to you, right? Mm. And I, I literally said that to him. He's like, he's like, don't worry about it. And he's like, and I'm like, bro, please, like, let me talk to you for a second. He's like, okay, I got AIDS. Mm. And I was like, mm. speechless. Just like, okay, let's walk back in the mm. store. And he's like, no, nah, man, I don't need no handouts. Mm -hmm. I'm like, dude. These people are so strong. Like, yeah, he's, yeah. He's been through a lot. Through. Yeah. And it's amazing how many people come to the dispensary also and are that vulnerable and willing to say, hey, this is my life, and, oh. and you are. It's real medicine for folks. Well, there, for people not to believe that you're just—if you know somebody that, mm. that believes it, you got to look at them but and that, just pray that, for them and say, "Shame on you," because you don't really fuck. But that changed me, though. <laughs> that, but that changed me forever. That, that changed my right. mindset forever. Like, Same. you know, towards the whole like, yeah, this is about money, blah blah. Because it was for me at a young age. Like, I'll be the first to say, like, oh, I was like just all about money, just trying to make money on. It. And then, I, then it changed me though when 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 I dealt with you know Martin. That guy was his name was Martin. And um, and that's when I started getting involved in really helping people and giving away for cannabis and, and going to his. He took me to his AIDS clinic. I ended up meeting everybody there and gave everybody free weed. And then I'm like, sign up for this, and I'm gonna give you guys all free weed. And I just started like giving away all this cannabis. Yeah. Then I was like, holy shit! Like I'm I'm losing money too. At least at you weren't taxed on it though. But no, yeah, <laughs> there was yeah. But there was but but I'm saying that 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 led into you know the compassion side that I understand that you're you know that you're living. Well, that compassion by. side that the higher path is taking that so many other. Are, are taken out there and Jared like you said there's so many brands that are out there doing what you guys are doing as well you are getting the recognition right now for that but I I just want to even give you the opportunity right now to acknowledge a few of those brands that stick out in your head mm -hmm. that have given because I, when I hear that I go that's dope. Absolutely. We have so many incredible sponsors. One of the best is uh, Friendly Farms. Um, yeah. We actually had a personal rep from that company drive out to a patient's house specifically to give him RSO for his uh, prostate cancer, which is the only thing that's been helping him. Fantastic. Um, Care by Design Shoot. and Canacraft have been huge supporters, um, as, as so many, but like Bloom. We actually have had probably around 60 different brands donate product to our compassion I'm going to send you with a couple pounds right now. <laughs> yeah. He was like, yeah, let's roll. Let's do it. Let's... <laughs> Absolutely. Jason, yeah. grab and, some weed. It's funny because like stories like this, I want to put on our website. Mm. So I want to make sure you guys connect with Cash, who I know is yeah. connect with you guys, yeah. to make sure we get a story like that and feature great. that on our site, right? That'd I want to push these type of things and I want to connect you guys with like the Beard Bros and yes. Cannabis Capitals and all these other networks that are you know, friends of ours that we're all doing and pushing yeah. the same thing, right? Mm -hmm. And I love those guys because we're all about, when I say something like this, who's not going to feel the same way we are? Yeah. You guys are doing it for that reason. Yeah. We're out here pushing it as a platform. To run. They all feel the same way too. Right. And I feel like that's a type of read sometimes that people need to see because that read needs to get to that soccer mom who thinks it's still taboo. Mm -hmm. I mean, that read needs to get mm -hmm. to the dad, the principal, the whoever, the congressman, the every person who's, yeah. oh, that weed, <laughs> devil weed. Right. You smoke, that's reefer. You know what I mean? So those people <laughs> need to hear yeah. how it's still, and the way I look at it, it's funny because Jared and I were talking earlier, I too look at it strictly as medicine. Mm -hmm. Like I look at cannabis, I take it as medicine. I don't sit there and smoke joints or blunts or bong loads or gas at all. At at all. all. I use it as medicine. I use oils, mm -hmm. rubs, tinctures. Right now, for pain, in fact, a pin, in fact, like in the last, let me let me just say this, Joe. Just to kind of verify what Joe is saying, 
I haven't seen Joe smoke weed my entire life until mm. the last 30 days because he's been... And it's not, mm. quote-unquote, smoking that, flour. I'm smoking uh, a pin. Uh, yeah, so I don't think he's twisted. even smoked any flour, I've actually. Flour. I've never smoked I, I'm flour. I'm saying I haven't seen him take any drug in my entire life. In, in, in that, mm. That's been... And because know, I've had years. surgery and because I'm uh, under other medications right now, I'm mm. choosing to go off of those medications and do minimal mm. medications. So to be 100, I'm on Norco's right now mm. and using cannabis to help with my pain where, you know, for those who listen and know, I've been struggling with, uh, not struggling, but my whole emotional, personal side is like I'm sober, so I don't do it. So my point is I look at it as I'm using medicine. Absolutely. And right. that's what I think a lot of people really need to understand, <laughs> that it is right. medicine. I want to say well, so. even, even the, the way we medicate, too, if, even if we smoke it, and nothing, and like you said, sometimes there's an abuse to that, but I feel like even if we're smoking it or dabbing it, that's still absolutely medicinal. And, and don't get too. me wrong. Don't yeah. get what I'm saying twisted. No, For those dabbing, who do, hey, do I don't. Different. I said I don't. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> totally. And, I don't, and I'm not judging anybody who does. Absolutely. And I'm not <laughs> comparing <laughs> myself to anybody. For sure. Your walks, yours, mine's mine. And I'm sharing my yeah. reasons of why my walk is my walk, but I'm not judging. I right. hang around Mark. Everybody I hang around is dabbing in my car. We're smoking Man. joints. I'm rolling joints. Dabbing in the, in the car? I mean, yeah. My, my point you is, do that? you know, I mean, you I'm do not that. Tripping off it is my point by no means. So when I I'm look afraid at it, of dabbing, I don't dab. Don't don't put a dab in front of me, dog. It's okay, I'm not I am doing too. it. Oh, yeah, man, when I, she did her first dab. We got a story, oh, guys. You're, you're like, you're an asshole. What happened, for doing Teresa? That to did you just fall apart? No, straight sleeping. Was that the time with the Puffco that we brought into the... No, no, it was 710. I don't think you were here, thank God. Jeez. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Are you talking about the time that you had the good experience? Or no, this, well, or seven, oh, seven, well, there was the good experience, was and then there good. was... Well, was he was talking first? about being scary. No, 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 oh, that was the second. Yeah, I, I'm yeah. just, you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, you got Dude, scared I, smoking that dabber, huh? Yeah, that the second time Jesus, it was it was okay. a little scary. Um, I broke out of sweat. I've never done a dabber. Am I sweating? You start sweating? It's like, oh, yeah. Dude, I just hit it. I was like, I'm sweating? But was like, it cold sweat? Why not? Like you did a, it was, a bad I, bump? I was turning pale right there on the spot. Like I was like, mm -hmm. damn, I'm sweating and turning pale. <laughs> and I can't even see myself. I just, But I feel it, though. And it's like, yeah, damn, really? like, oh, man, come That's on, crazy. dude. I'm like, you, okay, huh? it's time to go. <laughs> it's I need to go home. Shit. I'm like, yep. well, because you know, for an, like for us, dude, like people give us free stuff all the time. Like okay. so much, you guys. It's, it's <laughs> like, and, and I'm not going to say not to. Keep giving it to us, people. I want it all. But but the fun part is, is, is like when you actually start you know, getting all this free stuff, you don't know what you're really getting. It's like, you know, I'm it, only touching licensed stuff, period. No, it's like, <laughs> yeah. it, but even if it's licensed, though, that, that packaging better be really good. And it's like, it's like being that, you know, trick or treating, you know, do you let your kid just smoke everything and touch everything in there? No, fuck no. You got to look through it. And so you got to look through it, right? And, and and I say that because, you know, I mean, we, you know, someone, he's like, here, blue, here, I'm going on stage and they're handing me a whammy and shit. And I'm like, whoa, what the fuck? <laughs> this guy's taking more pills <laughs> than anybody this, I ever met, I did dude. He's drooling again, stage, all hugging drooling me. Like, Dude, you pulled that pill out of your yeah, pocket, Joe. Yeah. Quit pulling the somebody roofing me, <laughs> trick on me, <laughs> hugging me at the club again. And he's like, I swear to God, I didn't do it. I go, look in your pocket, blue. They're all with fucking saran wrap right now. <laughs> oh, those are mine. I don't. I've never done any pills in my life, but but no, I just I'm just saying that's like you you got to be careful. And and I'll tell you, dabbing is not a game. And and, and if you if you've never dabbed out there, make sure. I'm not saying don't do it. I'm just saying be responsible. Don't 
try and take it's for heavy big, smokers. Oh, high TC use. Sign up for our master class. Yeah, in the bro. future. Oh, hold on, you guys have master how to smoke too. You're teaching them how to smoke. That's right. We're we're kind of beta testing it on all our staff. Oh, so now you guys got an educational platform that you teach inside the place. Can you guys do me a favor? Because it's educational. Can you guys found a loophole to break the law? No, I'm. I I rented I rented a building like within ten steps of our dispensary. Nice. So it's a private. It's a private residence. It's a club. We do it right. I promise. You guys are calling it a club, right? Some R and D. Mason, can you guys train Cash, please, over there? We'd love to. We want to send our Cash. Cash by you guys, if I'm not mistaken. And Cash has been trained other places as well, so he would just give him the most knowledge. And I would love to hear Cash go through it and then come on here and talk about it. Right? You guys are making a clubhouse, basically. Is no, it a but no, the, we, we like we, the legions, like where you know what I mean, the legions, like that's you should make it a private club. No, it's training for the it's, internal staff and for people that come in that want to get education on the right. products. It's from what I understand what you guys are doing. Yeah, right? and and eventually when it's open to the public, it won't be probably that space. It'll be our event space that we have also on the street them? side. Um, for, for the education? Now, for our staff, it's almost a it's certification type You have type to of go thing. through the program, right, yeah, for sure. So that way they, they, they're up to par with it. So it's not else. open to the public yet? Not yet. Well, like I said, one staff. time we need to do it here at the Campus Talk you know, building here, here we'll here. do the Higher Path <laughs> Educational Whole Seminar here. Love yeah. it. Love that. Yeah. that you know I mean, invite the industry and this and that. That outdoor love. space is going to be amazing. Right? Yeah. 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 Like we could do nice. that good here. Good find in the spot. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. Good so for us. funny because yeah, there's a whole long story. Well, let's, that, but yeah. let's do the high five. Let's do the high five. That awesome. being said, it's now time for the high five with the folks from the Higher Path. Yes. CEO Jared. We got Mason and we got Teresa. If you don't know what the higherpath.com is, the Higher Path Collective, best dispensary in Los Angeles. They got order so that you can pick it up right when you walk up. They got delivery service. Check out the deals on the website. They also got consulting. They got a happy hour, 4 to 6 p.m. every day. Buy any eighth, get a grant for free. Hello, 8 to 10 every day. Go check it out. Buy anything and a pre-roll for $1. I can't believe yes. that. The early bird special is 8 to 10 for that little hookup right there. Question number one, I'm going to give you five questions. Jared, you're going to answer first. Mason, and then Teresa, it's the same question in that order. How old were you the first time you smoked cannabis, and where did you get it from, Jared? Oh, I was 13, and we had taken a school trip to Washington, D.C., and we were in the Smithsonian. We met this troop of Girl Scouts who were also like there for a school trip. And we were in two hotels that were next to each other, right on the other side of the, so I think it's the Washington Bridge. Right. And so they invited us over for a party. The girls did. The, the, the Girl Scouts. And they said, they said we're all in the hotel room, the we furthest away from our, from our den mother. And so they all were going in the closet. And I think, I'm thinking we're kissing. I'm thinking we're, so we go in the closet and this girl sparks this little bowl. And I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. So, so my first time was in a closet in, in, in Washington, D.C. With, with the Girl Scout. Yeah. Wow. That's awesome. That's, that's a scary great story. feeling, dude. That's, that, that's I got good. pulled into a couple fun. closets by chicks, too. And that was a scary <laughs> feeling. Like, when you're young, they're like, come on. You're like, what? Like, all of a sudden, what? you're in a Are closet sure? and shit. <laughs> like, I've been in closets with a lot of people and a lot of weird things. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know if we want to go closet stories, but let's just go to number yeah. two. Oh, let's just go to number one and keep it moving yeah, before yeah. I start talking, Mason. Um, mine was actually, uh, I was always a musician and singer, so I stopped. I tried not to smoke. But uh, until I was about 19, I came back from college, and uh, my parents were hanging out with friends of theirs. And I had no idea, but um, they interrupted my story, whatever I was talking about. And they were like, do you want to smoke this bowl with us? The parents did? <laughs> Both my, my, my mom, nice. actually, specifically. How old are you? Uh, I was 19. Oh, 
that's dope. Okay. Yeah. And I was like, uh, 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 uh sure. Yes. That was yeah, your first yeah, time? Exactly. That, was, that was my first time. My dad was like, oh, shit, and got off the couch, came to, on the back Did porch. Did you know he smoked the So your time? dad's like, well, I'm going to take a hit of it, too. Well, He's hitting it, I'm going to hit it. And then my folks were like, well, yeah, we've actually been smoking every day of your life. You just never no knew shit. it. <laughs> I was like, Dang. what? Wow. And, you know, it Late sound, bloomer. Sounds like a bad parent thing, but... Not at all. No, no, they were great, man. At 19? That's fucking great parenting. Isn't that funny, though? And they were amazing, it's just that statement yeah, once again that you yeah. made. It seems like, and that's Thank the you. whole right. fucking funny mental stigma You're that so we right. gotta get over. You're so right. That's the whole stigma that when I sit there, and I go, no, I don't mm. think. I think of my boys, the two dudes, Rick yeah. and Ralph Gomez, growing up as kids. Their parents stood way out in right field, and I talk about playing since t-ball all the way to high school with their parents, always out in right field. Yeah. Why? Because they smoke weed. <laughs> But and they were at their kids' game. They had every freaking game. Right. Rick and Ralph Gomez, right. dude. Uh, the, all the RGs, because all their names started with an R and a G. Mom and dad, I'll never, yep. uh, since a kid, I was six years old, playing with my boy Ralph and Rick. Ricky was the older one. Rick, Ralph was the younger one. Yep. Played baseball ever since, and their parents always sat in right field and smoked weed. Yeah, same. Loved them, nicest yep. folks, always the coolest. But And, and even till this day, even as a kid, never a taboo of, mm. oh, the road, road, road was his mom, and, right. and Randy was the hub. Randy wrote out there smelling like it was never like what and no. even I don't ever remember my parents ever saying, Oh, them the Gomez smokers. Yeah. Nobody ever <laughs> no did one, that. Yeah. Yeah. Ironically, maybe somebody else. But if but if, if 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 Papa Dick was back there drinking you know, oh, drunk, oh, and be like, we oh, had a drunk, Papa we had a drunk, drunk father. Again. The drunk Papa father Dick, got caught. I see that's right. The drunk father got shit talked right. about. Yeah, there was a that's, dude's that's dad that got shit talked. hardly ever drank. And he got yeah. beat up at one party after he came to one dad. My dad whooped his ass one day. I put that on everything yeah. at a barbecue. Question number. Oh, no, hold on. We've got to get to Teresa. I'm sorry. Sorry. Teresa, go ahead. That's all right. I was um, 22 or 23, and my crappy boyfriend at the time smoked me out. <laughs> oh, sounds like a nice guy. What was his name? <laughs> sure That's the best thing he ever did for you. <laughs> what was his name? So we can, yeah, what so was, we can his stay away. was his name? I mean, the guy shared his weed with you. What we else do you want? Yeah, we want to stay away from this dude. What was his name? <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> no, I'm not He'd actually like probably, like, I don't know, feel like a champ or something like that. She <laughs> said, my name! <laughs> Way to go, Larry! You're all... <laughs> <laughs> Suck. <laughs> Hit it with number two. Question number two. What is your favorite way to use cannabis? Jay. Ah, oh, it's a joint every time. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Good joint. All just right. a straight you just roll, roll my own, man. Just, yeah. Like I don't need Regular a filter. Papers. Just I love like it. put it up, put it up in That's some me too, in an dude. element. I don't want no fancy shit on none of that. I don't just even need a grinder, yeah. man. I'll just keep it chunky. It'll be fine. Yeah. Especially <laughs> when it gets the sti- fingers all smelly and sticky in your flip flops and a you know later you smell your fingers like flip flops and a t shirt. Let's go. All right, Mason, you. I like it all, but uh, I prefer flour out of a bong or a pre-roll for sure. The last one? Yeah, yeah. Big, tall, big, tall guy. Yeah. Like, the bigger, the better. I used to like it with ice in it and just yeah. like oh, cold yeah. and it just goes Ooh. in all smooth. I forget the ice bogs. Forgot about yeah. those. <laughs> and it's icy in there. <laughs> we, we had an ice machine just for our bong in college. Yes, just <laughs> for the bong. Just for the bong. Isn't that funny? That like, the best way to hit, though. Like, all of a sudden, it's like... I remember the house. I got the ice purpose it. behind yeah, it now. Purpose. Uh, you're like, You're going to hit the bong. What about you, Teresa? I never thought I'd say this, but I'm a vapor. I like vapes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Easy. Easy. Yeah. I think it's clean and cl- yeah. easy. I, I don't know why. I classy, feel like my baby. in this classy. Exactly. Yeah. I feel like clean and classy. I'm just vaping, baby. Craziest place that's uh, <laughs> you've ever, ever smoked. used cannabis. Question number three. What is the craziest place you've ever used cannabis, Jared? It's still not the, the 
the closet of the. Uh, I think it's still hey, one of those. I think one of the first place, I mean, honestly, yeah. your first place might be because who knows what was in that? Those Girl Scout cookies, boy. I have no idea what was in those, that Girl Scouts. Man, you're right. Is, is that probably your craziest place, though? Because, I mean, think about it. 13 yes. year old boy out of state going into a closet. So just and put the yourself fire in a There was over. fear. That's pretty there was crazy. fear going into that closet. Yeah. And your other boys are watching, so I have to go. These chicks are telling me to come in here. I, dude, I'm telling you. It's Can't not, whip up. When you're that young and the girls are like, come on, let's go in the closet, you're, you're like, and you're nervous. Am I gonna kiss? <laughs> you're like, on top of that, yeah, Jerry. What I'm about to do? I thought we were kissing. I thought we were kissing. And you're at 13. You're nervous. <laughs> so did I. Yeah, so did I. It went way I deeper. Hoping. It went way deeper than Mason, that. Mason, what about you? Craziest oh, place. Shit. I hope the closet with him. Uh, <laughs> um, I think it would. Uh, I, the only thing that comes to mind is the top of the football uh, scoreboard at our college. And what college? We're at Adam State University in Colorado. Oh, nice, dude. On the top of the, 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 the it's like yeah. fifty feet. How did you guys get up on that? There was just this tiny, this this really wobbly escape ladder that you had to jump to like hang yeah, on. To yeah, climb yeah, up. yeah, yeah, yeah. OG to, style. My girlfriend was too scared always, so I had to. Cl- I, she had to be under me with the stairs or with the ladder climbing up, and I had wow. to go over her. Just you two up. did that. Well, mm-hmm. me and some other friends. No, oh, that's my. I was like, that's some player shit right there, bro. You said, come on, baby. Yeah, we're gonna climb it. We're gonna. Fifty feet you, high man. before we get higher. <laughs> like, what else was, happened? Up was there? it a plan? Like, let's go to the top of the scoreboard and get high. Uh, it, yeah. was, it was a spontaneous plan. Absolutely. Right, we dope. looked up, saw the scoreboard, and said, oh, yeah, there. "I got a futon at the top. Don't worry." <laughs> yeah, everybody was up there That's going my dorm. Just, and like, camera, yeah, just watching chicks up there. You <laughs> was all rocking back and forth. What just about like, you, Teresa? What's that craziest one for you? How are we gonna get down? Um, in the back of a smoke shop where my crappy ex-boyfriend smoked me out. Man, <laughs> this dude's a that This guy must suck. suck. <laughs> Seriously. Every other experience has been, I mean, well, it got better and better. I'll just say exponentially better and exponentially more normal. He's like, so. first smoke back here in my smoke shop. <laughs> You're like, this ain't even yours, bro. <laughs> you suck. You're just the assistant manager. Yeah. Out of here. <laughs> He's just calling it yours for the weekend. Question number four. Question number four of the high five. What is your go-to munchie after you get high, Jared? Uh, it's like gummy bears. Ooh, nice. What do you want? Know, your favorite? Is there one? a certain brand or anybody? Those Harbros are pretty much Duh. the best ones. They don't Most use simple, yeah. they don't use what horse hooves is well, what most of them do. I, I gotta admit though, I become my pinky up when I think of oh. going to nice hotels and they have those gummy bears there at the nice hotels, and I don't oh, know yeah. why. Every nice hotel is the best fucking gummy bears I've ever had in my <laughs> life. So They're just so squishy and perfect. They're not all hard. Like yeah. I don't know why when you go to a nice hotel, the gummy bears are better than anywhere else. Because they're seven dollars. That's yeah. why. <laughs> How does that happen? Seventeen dollars. Seventeen bucks for five gummy bears, but they're the best five gummy bears. I love bears them. Yeah. That is so true. I can see how when you're the like, case. Yeah. and that's only for from us when we're drunk and we're like, yeah, but you don't even drink. You just come in like And I just eat one going, those are good. What about you, Mason? Uh I love food, but um, I, I, I guess uh, I would say cereal. Pretty much yeah. any sugar cereal, fruity pebbles, pe- okay. preferably. Yeah. Fruity pebbles. Fruity, fruity pebbles huh? I, I can't help yeah. it. I mean, it's my inner like. Yeah. I got I got some fruity out. pebble edibles here that I just oh. got delivered. Ooh, yeah. Actually, yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll give you a, a couple of those. That would be. So we have a few edibles for you guys. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what, what about you, Teresa? 
uh, everything in the house. Um, <laughs> but most recently, I put some butter and some hemp chili oil mm. on top of a piece of toast, and it was like hemp super chili oil good. with butter, <laughs> just butter, huh? Right. Butter yeah, and hemp good. chili. I, I'm uh-huh. a fan of butter and just some toast. So I mean, uh, <laughs> yeah. the hemp chili. Yeah, me too. Oil. I like the savory stuff. I don't know yet. I just I like gotta, the fact that Teresa it. is admitting she eats butter with her extra small leather jacket that she has on. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm like, okay, Miss Butter Eater. I clearly eat butter. Yeah, I'm like, well, when we eat butter, it handles us a little different than her. <laughs> clearly. Well, Question number five of the high 70, five with Joe. the higher path CEO and his team over here, Jared Mason. Teresa, it's so great to have you guys here. Once again, check out the website, yes. thehigherpath.com. It's everything you can imagine and so much more. These folks are great. If you could smoke cannabis with anyone, dead, dead or alive, alive, who would it be and why? I think George Clinton, man. I got to watch him so many times smoking on stage. He just seems like a fun guy to smoke in the back room with, in the green room. Do you ever see him in the Bay Area? Oh, yeah, definitely. I've seen him in San Francisco several oh, times. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been to several Clinton shows. Yeah, that's why awesome I was always times. jealous. Like, man, I'm sure that green room's amazing. I never <laughs> smoked with him in the green room there, but I smoked at his shows, but never with him. So that's a good one. I, he's, le- he's one of those legendaries. Like, you know, just, oh, I agree. That's a nice one. Mason, what about you? Uh, John Lennon. John Lennon, yeah. singer. It's a little cliche, I would say, but man, I don't know I, about you cliche. Know. It's good. John Lennon's, but why? What What is it about Lennon that you? I would say actually, he's the one who kind of inspired my curiosity just in this whole culture when I was a kid, listening to the Beatles and hearing his spirituality and how they they all looked at the world and their open mindedness and psychedelics, man, like that whole thing. I was just so encaptured by that. Growing well, you up. pick such a guy from a big band like that, and you said earlier that you were an artist, musician. Mm. Did you play instruments or sing, or what'd you do? Yeah, I, uh, I grew up playing guitar and singing, and uh, I kind of I play a variety of different instruments now. But um, really? yeah, I do the guitar harmonica. Combo a lot. Oh, so you're the right? one man band with yeah, the yeah, fucking symbols right in your the knees. The you're the monkey <laughs> that's <laughs> breaking. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was the the and monkey had the the the, 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 the thing. Yeah, the, the <laughs> he grabs the joint to check if it's real. He's been in front of the. Go check him out now, right in front of the higher path. He's gonna light up a joint to see if it's real. <laughs> Instead of bite the wooden nickel. <laughs> That's right. That's cool. Yeah. I like that. What Thanks, about you, man. Teresa? Who would it be? Oh, it's kind of a toss up. I usually say William Shakespeare in these situations, but. I love Shirley MacLaine, the actress. She was spiritual before it was cool, and I feel like the name is there, but I can't picture her. Who is she? The name is Shirley MacLaine. I know it, but who who, who is she? She's been around forever. I mean, I would have to—I don't know—I have to kind of think about it. I've just—I've seen her face so many times. I know the name. I just can't picture the older movies, and I know I've heard the name though. One of the more recent ones was Rumor Has It with uh, with uh, Jennifer Aniston. She plays. Yeah, she plays like the Mrs. Robinson grandmother, (laughs) right? But like, um, so she's one that just intrigues you because she just intrigues me because she's been around for so long and she's she's been in the entertainment industry forever. And she was like I said, she was spiritual before it was cool. People were bothering her about it, and I just think I'm sure she smokes weed, and I would just love to smoke with her. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, that's fun. Well, that's great, Mel. Mason, is there anything that we forgot to ask you guys or Jared or Teresa that you guys want to share? I know we brought up the Passion Project, which I'm so glad that you guys did. And once again, we want to be utilized as an outlet to promote that and do anything together that we can with that because we're all about passion. Like I said, Blue, uh, his story is how he got started, where his love for passion is there. My love for passion is there. Our love for passion is there. We want to do whatever we can. So don't forget that, seriously. Like we want to do more things like Joe's in San Francisco. So we can't just be so close to him like we are for you guys. 
So whatever we can do, sure. let's let's capitalize it's on good that stuff. work of cash. Yeah. It's yeah. good stuff, guys. Yeah. Seriously, I, I I wish more people in the community came on here about their stores and talked like you guys. You. I swear to God, like I I agree with you one thousand. I'm gonna just tell you guys straight up before we get out of here. I think it's important to say that that you know I can't even remember in the last I don't know you know probably I'd say three or four years because you know three or six five or six years more people were talking about it you know mm-hmm. but have came in and 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 just really made it more about what their training is how their um you know their etiquette is towards helping others it's just like it's it's impressive so i appreciate that guys thank you thank you thank you so much for having us on no and realistically all and and i say this because everything blue just said goes to you as the ceo jared you're really lacing up a fucking top-notch group over there and we acknowledge it we see it what Blue is saying is people come in here and pitch their place as something different. Mm-hmm. Come by, come by, come by. Our party, our party, our party. You guys once never said it. I'm the one who pimped out everything that you guys had to say. <laughs> never was there a fucking remark out of your mouth about it. Mm-hmm. Never was there a, yeah, he's right. Come between four and six. <laughs> Love and respect everything that Big. you guys are doing. Big. And, and, I'm not, and we're not just saying this Doesn't on the show. Doesn't get missed. There's we nothing don't, we can't, like we don't miss shit like that. Mm-hmm. If there's that. anything we can do with you guys, we want to align with people like you. You're legit, you're licensed, you worked hard, you paid your bills. Let's elevate your company and let's go, Nate. Whatever we can do, seriously, Jared, don't get it twisted. We're here to help and just give us a kilo on the way out. It's Cannabis Talk 101. <laughs> if no, no one, one else, else loves you, you we, we do. do! Thank you for listening to Cannabis Talk 101 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.